time to dive in to the cruise lines. Royal Caribbean in particular, their earnings are out. Our panel is ready. Ivan Feinseth, Senior Partner, Chief Investment Officer, Director of Research at Tigris Financial Partners, and Jamie Katz, Senior Equity Analyst at Morningstar. Now, Ivan, you've been bullish on this group. I mean, I'm sure you were happy to see that there are future bookings here for Royal Caribbean um, reacting pretty nicely, right? Yes, I've been saying that the cruise industry has come back very strong. First, the cruise industry offers the consumer the best value for their travel dollar and such diverse content and, uh, you know, fun things to do. And um, there's a huge demand to travel that we've seen the shift back to consumers wanting to spend on experiences and travel. I mean, there's been a number of years of pent up demand where consumers couldn't travel. So now they want to get back out there. And the cruise industry also has been rolling out new ships with a lot of great features and great itineraries and specifically to Royal, their private island, Coco Cay, is just a phenomenal, fun experience. I've been there three times and most recently I was there in December and they keep building on it and making it even more incredible and it really creates this huge market opportunity for them in the Caribbean. I never even heard about this island. Um, Jamie, you're on the same page. You agree demand is real um, for these particular types of cruises. You know, do people feel they're getting value? And I wonder about the pricing power that these companies like Royal Caribbean, are they able to make the money? Because they still have inflation costs and costs of doing business, Jamie. Yeah, well, I think you you point out something really important, which is that we're looking at a business now that has again returned to positive EBITDA um, and positive EBIT. And I think when you look at what that is versus you know a year ago, there have been significant strides made from the demand perspective. The commentary has been such that there have been uh, a significant number of outperforming booking days relative to historical levels. And I think the appetite for travel, as Ivan said, you know is there when you look back at disposable personal income from BEA data, right? You look at services relative to goods. I mean, services is growing over the last six months at an average pace of, of more than 3%. You know, goods is down modestly. So um, the allocation of wallet for consumers is still really there. And that has really put... Um, Royal Caribbean and an enviable position with respect to things like advanced ticket sales um, that they're able to utilize towards running the business. Right, understood. So at this point now, you both have $80 targets on Royal Caribbean. It's a rare day that both my guests have the same exact target, um, both seeing upside potential. Ivan, what about some of the other names? What's the order that you like these names? Do you like all of them? There's Carnival and there's Norwegian. Well, they all will perform, you know, close together. But I think um, my top two picks are Norwegian and Royal. And um, as Carnival continues to come around to work through some of their issues, I think there's upside in Carnival too. But I think in overall in the group, there's a lot more upside. And to address your inflation issue, first of all, the industry has tremendous pricing power because of consumer demand, and they can really overcome inflation because of the value proposition of the all-inclusive nature of the uh, cruise. Right, Jamie, your thoughts on the whole group as, as a whole? 
Yeah, um, so I I agree that, you know, Norwegian's probably our number one pick in this space, um, just with respect to certainty and understanding that, you know, we're not going to be looking towards any sort of equity raises um, in the future. Royal has a little bit of less of a discount um, to our intrinsic value. And our real issue with Carnival is that they've made some um, pretty unexpected capital raises and changes to the capital structure over the last handful of years. That makes us a little bit less favorable. That being said, the discount is very significant on Carnival as well. So for investors who want exposure to the space, um, Norwegian and Carnival actually have bigger discounts than Royal does at this point. Yeah, and that's the concern, too. What about the debt that these companies face? We think about how they tried to stay alive during COVID. Ivan, um, are you worried about that? I mean, we saw that go happening in so many, you know, airlines took on debt. Um, a lot of companies took on debt to make it through. Well, I mean, the cruise industry was unique that they got no help from um, you know, no government bailouts. They had to do it on their own and they raised debt to stay afloat. And when you look at the beginning, when they started to issue debt, all of the offerings were upsized and oversubscribed. So there was a lot of consumer, I mean, a lot of investor confidence from the beginning. And I think that going forward, they will be able to refinance this debt and continue to pay down this debt because they're going to see a significant increase in cash flow. I think that we will see by the middle of this year the the revenue for at least for Norwegian and Royal to exceed their peak 2019 revenue levels, which will show will drive a significant increase in cash flow and enable them to pay down debt, which has been a, a, a key target for what the companies want to do with their excess cash is right now get the debt down as quick as they can. And Jamie, you noted $4 billion in advanced ticket sales, I mean, at higher prices. So something's going right. Final quick thought, Jamie. Yeah, I think uh, Royal, you know, pretty much gave us the opportunity to see that demand remains intact for travel companies. Uh, I think the cruise lines are positioned super uniquely to benefit on this trend, given the value proposition that they have out there. Um, and so, you know, in our opinion, for for um, investors who are looking for exposure to the space, uh, these names are still undervalued. Right, and they're up 50% this year. Ivan Fine, Seth, Jamie Katz, great conversation. Thank you both very much. Good luck there at the cruise line.